and welcome to a star to steer by a Star Trek podcast that you will listen to. Eat your heart out, Lin-Manuel. <laughs> My name is Jake, and I'm joined today by Chris. And Caitlin. That's really low. That's like the brown But noise. I don't know if it'll sound okay. But I hope it does. Today we're covering two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> The first one is hero worship. Okay, this you're making this take really. And really the long. second one is violations. All right, fine. I'll, in the interest of time, I had intended to go through the whole description in song. Well, time for it to be a freestyle rap. Uh, that's a little harder. I'm not. I don't have the mad boots skills. And and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Are you saying boots and cats? That's how that's how you beat Oh, I thought box. it was pots and cats. Pots and cats. Is it boots and cats? And buttons. Buttons are coming in there. Boots and cats, boots and cats, boots and cats, boots and cats. Yeah, you're right. Boots works. Boots works. Good. Well, we've all learned something. Have we? Yeah. In Hero Worship, the episode we're about to talk about, uh, Hero Worship, the plot of Hero Worship is as follows. In Hero Worship, the Enterprise is researching, trying to find a research ship that went missing in a black cluster. What was it, the Vico? The Vico. That sounds right. Vico the Carpathian. Oh, you beat me to it. Um... (laughs) I don't get it. It's a Ghostbusters two reference. Mm, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, That's for the best. It's worth watching. I like it. Anyway, it's it's, it's worth watching if only for uh, for what's his name? Uh, Peter Peter McNichol. Peter McNichol. Nope, McNichol. That's the one. Yeah. Tom's different. Different person. Anywho, so yes, we're checking. We're trying to find the Vico. It went missing. We find it. It's all damn fucked up. (laughs) It's all blowed up. And they're and it's so bad they're like, man, half the ship has been vented to space. There's no life forms aboard. Let's go over check it out. So they go, they Steal check it snacks. out. Um, <laughs> mm. And while they're over there, they True. find a small, defenseless child buried under rubble. They immediately beam him into space. Um, Fortunately, did not leave him there. Uh, I know he was so pathetic, pathetic that he had uh, <laughs> that he didn't even have life signs that the ship could detect. There was um, shielding. Something? Yeah, some nonsense. There was plot some device. Yeah, plot device. He had Liberty aluminum Gibbet. foil wrapped around him. It's because he was right. pathetic. I think Jake got it right. What, it whatever it pathetic. is, I mean, Romulan should make their ships out of that material. They should. That would only improve their stealth capability. That is true. At any rate, so they can't rescue the kid without potentially destabilizing the ship. So of course they're like, "All right, Data, you're disposable. Why don't you do it?" <laughs> 
No, um, he's just he's strong enough. So to do uh, it. so Data sends the other guys back, and he lifts up a big, heavy piece of styrofoam girder. <laughs> Kisses his bicep in the meantime. Um, the kid gets out, and then they beam back to the Enterprise to safety. Long story short. The kid falls in love with Data. Well, and, who can blame him? And wants to become an android himself, or better yet, believes that he is an android. Beep Tro- boop. Troy, of course, sees nothing wrong with this. <laughs> um, and, I said and that he's of, an android. Instead of counseling the boy on the death of his family and the rest of the ship and the horrors he had to see, Troy's solution is pawn him off on Data. Um... <laughs> I mean, would you want to deal with him? What well, that's the Picard maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, really, uh, you should go to the Mojenkos with all the other orphans. So uh, well, they're every all, week there's a new one. They're all full up on orphans at the Rojenko house, you know? <laughs> no, no, Alexander just left, so they have a spare bed. Yeah, but they got rid of him because they didn't want to fucking deal with any more annoying children. Mm-hmm. He'd be easier than the Klingon. Speaking of annoying children, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, let me finish this thing. Well, you told us. So, uh, so Data uh, takes the kid under his wing. Have it's, a little, it's a little awkward for a while because the kid's doing weird shit like combing his hair and wearing clothes. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, what, a what? What is Data teaching and, him? Uh, yeah, right? There's no yarn around um, to practice on. So as they're Yikes. trying to figure out what went wrong, they're trying to... So the kid basically spins this yarn that they were attacked by somebody. The Breen. The Breen. So they go uh, They go off into the, the black cluster to try and track down the enemy vessel. Is this my first mention of the Breen? Yeah. Yes. Neat. And of course they don't find any, but instead the black cluster itself seems to be attacking them and sending waves of shit at the, the ship. And they keep trying, and it's the old Chinese finger trap technique, because uh, every time they imp- increase their shields, the strength of the attack gets stronger. You know, it's exactly like booby trap, mm. isn't it? Finger trap. But anyway, so Data, da- Data puts two and two together at the very end, and is like, wait a minute, it wasn't the Breen that attacked you, it was the goddamn... Nebula itself, you piece of shit. I guess um, androids do not and lie. Then, and then he's like, and then he's like, well, tell me what the people on your ship were saying before it was destroyed. And the kids like they were saying shields, raise the shields, improve the shields, more They're shields, saying, more shields. Get out of the fucking way. And data puts it together <laughs> that, that it's actually the black cluster just reflecting the power from the shields back at the ship and amplifying it. So the solution is to take the shields off, and then they could just leave. The solution is to and, uh, and then space. the kid, uh, having resolved his issues, goes back to not acting like an idiot. And, <laughs> Hooray! Uh, and Troy <laughs> chalked, and Troy adds another uh, notch to the bedpost. Successfully what? cured child with trauma. I, still don't, I don't think that's how that works. Oh, whatever. In Wait. violations. So we're being visited by the three ghosts. By three ghosts. No, but well, they could be ghosts. They're ugly as sin. Three, mm. um, they could the, be ghosts. The Yulians. They're ugly as sin. Uh, and it turns out that the Yulians have a special capability that's uh, even more powerful than Troy's, um, which make, is make they, can, they, can, they can they can uh, <laughs> they can dig out. They can they can. It's not really clear what they do. It sounds like they do. They like reco- they're fucking they, hucksters. They, they help you recover <laughs> memories. Yeah, you knew someone with the letter J in their name at some point, <gasps> I did you? Yeah. Is it Jake? Uh, yeah. It could be Jake. Of, it's some kind of mix of cold reading and 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 guided meditation. I don't know. Either way, it appears they, they were introduced to them by by them having described some bullshit to Keiko, and then Keiko's like, "Oh yeah, I remember helping my grandma paint." Great memory, Keiko. 
Uh, her childhood. What about the time you were a total bitch to your husband all the time? Oh, she remembers that perfectly. <laughs> she doesn't have to remember it. She just keeps doing it. She just, um, no need to remember. Uh, sorry, Keiko. I'm being mean again. But no, so Keiko. So Is anyway, that what O'Brien so that was mer- to say while he's mercifully, her boots? mercifully, Keiko doesn't show up again after the cold <laughs> open. Yeah, she does. And, no, she does. Uh, they, they, they question her later. Oh, that's right. Damn it! I just remembered a teacup. What's the big problem? It wasn't a teacup. It was filled with ink. And she ate it. <laughs> Little loser. <laughs> um, and anyway, so as we're on the ship, um, so Troy, Troy's in her bedroom. She's 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 touching herself. I don't know what she's Whoa. doing. She's getting ready for she's got bed. A nighty. She's got she got her nighty on. She's got her 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 dragon dildo in. Um, <laughs> she's got her ovipositor <laughs> prepped and ready to go. <laughs> she just replicated some gel eggs. <sighs> And uh, and I as regret she get, they were and, you and the then she just starts and then she just starts oh, having a, 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 a little bit of a reverie. She starts thinking about a time when she trashed the set of uh, <laughs> chips at poker, and Riker was pissed, so he beat her up. Or not quite. Well, then he was like, he's like, let's do it. And she's like, no, no. He, he, what's the fuck she called? What's their pet name? Imzadi. Imzadi. No Imzadi. Not while we're serving on the same ship. Not well, question not, marks. Not that. And then, of course, it gets Riker, of course. Remember, this Super is a reverie. Hard. This is a memory. Um, oh. R- R- Riker takes it too far and does a rape. Um, <laughs> like, like Why that. you say that way? Why am I laughing it's at what you funny. just this said? Funny at all. I know it's not, but it's because of what you said. What did I say? It's the, the, he did the a language. rape. The well, he was doing a rape, but then in the middle of the rape, it turns out it's not Riker at all. It's the Ulian guy. Jev. Jev. More like Jev. Piece of shit. More like jackass. Yes. So it's actually not Riker. It wasn't a real memory, of course, because Riker wouldn't do that. It was a fake memory that Jev apparently implanted and made her uh, think she experienced this memory and, like, she's really traumatic and then she passes out. Whoops. So later in sickbay, Crusher's like, I got no fucking clue. What do I look like? A doctor? <laughs> uh, I think she might have this weird disease that makes you go into a coma. But uh, she doesn't have any other symptoms. So they're trying to figure it out. Riker kind of grills the, the Jev. And Jev doesn't like that. So he makes Riker have a, have a shitty memory about a time he didn't get laid. I don't no, know. It was, it was time a, he killed It was a somebody. fire and somebody got killed and it was his fault. And Ted Cruz was mad at him about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Jake made the same yeah, joke. Ted Cruz, that's right. <laughs> Why did it look like Ted Cruz? He looked like Ted Cruz. There was, there was, like there was an actor that How like, unfortunate like for Cruz. him. Yeah. I didn't um, notice that. Yeah, he was in the yeah Riker's memory and engineering. Glad it wasn't just me. So yeah, again, that turns out to be Jev playing a trick. And uh, Riker also goes into a coma. And then uh, Dr. Crusher, she's getting a little too close for comfort. So Jev uh, rapes her in the brain as well. And uh, for her, he makes her relive seeing her husband's corpse. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Um, And then he turns into the corpse and makes a face at her, and she goes into a coma. So anyway, in other words, this Jeff guy guy's up to no good. Yeah. Uh, He's a real jerk. Yeah. So they figure out eventually. Troy wakes up, and... um, Why would Troy wake up? And then, you know... How... Well, because Jeb needed to Jeb needed to complete his thing. So Jeb's thing was to uh, you know this has been going on a really long time. Yes, you're talking a lot. Fuck, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, I'm just gonna wrap this up. I'm not even gonna finish the description. In the end, Jeb gets found out and goes to jail, and everyone's okay. Yeah, that's all right. I don't remember why he was doing it. 
No one does. He did. He there was no fucking reason. There was oh, a we'll, vague. We'll, we'll, we'll go over the. Yeah, okay. we'll get it. We get to it because we have one episode to go through first. I just legit couldn't. Like I was. I have an idea. Yeah, it was. Okay, we'll get It's to not it. explicitly stated. Though. All right. Well, I look forward Revenge? to hearing it. Yeah, so, so last, hero worship. So for our last last time we recorded last uh, week, you know, one week ago. Yeah, well, exactly yeah. one week ago. No one, no one knows otherwise. Nope. <laughs> I had I had thought we were also recording this episode then. So I had watched Hero Worship and Violations right after no uh, Worf's No Good, Very Bad Day, where he time. finds out how much it sucks to be a dad. And when Rasmussen... Yes. Ra, ra, Rasmussen. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Amazing. When he came back to the future from the past. So, like, for me, it was like, wow, these two two weeks in a row of, like, somebody becomes a father and the kid sucks... And so really shitty historians. So mm. that's the theme. Yeah, that's an interesting, uh, interesting. So we'll just we'll just do the same episode that we did last week for this one. Does that mean we don't call have to record done. this? <laughs> so long, everyone. Have a great week. Chris just like has to record words, so he like puts it over it. So it's like where you would say "wharf." It's Mr. like Black. data. <laughs> Hero worship. The Denver wow. Broncos. The kid was annoying. Oh, he was so annoying. But he did a pretty good job. Some of it. Some of it. Some of it was a little too much. Like when he was doing the kind of like weird head jerky shit. Yeah, that it was, was way a too little much. pronounced. Well, he was a stupid fucking child. Yeah, it was a kid. So. But there were certain things that he did well. I felt like I felt like he got a lot of the intonation stuff right when he was like mimicking some of um Data's, Data's speech patterns and things. You know what he didn't do well. Not being a fucking moron. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Mourn his dead parents when he did, hmm. when he was building that stupid temple. Oh, that was so ridiculous. Why did he think that was gonna work? I yeah, I don't know. Like it did, it doesn't take a fucking superhuman android to say that yeah, that's gonna fall over you dumb shit. Piece of work. I love it when uh, Data was being mean to him but didn't realize he was being mean to him. Like, yeah, it's a perfectly adequate thing you built. <laughs> and he's like, but... And he's like, yeah, um, structurally it's like this thing. And the kid's like, uh, you suck, Dad. I mean, in, in Shithead's defense, he clearly hadn't... Like, he was clearly working off of, like, a 24th century Lego kit. This wasn't... You know, any lack of panache is down to the kit and not the boy. They should have way yeah, it was better terrible, toys. wasn't it? They, they should. should. They should. Yeah, no, the toys they in the 24th be, century should, yeah. suck. It should be like a programmable thing that you can make, you know, just to whatever specifications you have. You know what would like, be Today, great? Jake was programming something on the 3D printer that would be better than this kid's whole fucking life. Well, you know what would be great? Would it be a cool toy in the future, I think? Would be like a sand cast, like a, uh, a sand table. You know what I mean by a sand table? Like yeah. Like a sandbox yeah. indoors. Yeah. But instead of like sand and shit in it, it's like a little mini holodeck, mm. and you can like oh, that is sculpt fun. shit, and yeah. like maybe bring characters in, uh, and yeah. have them move like around. Like a little story, like, yeah. storybook. You could build like, like that, like creator. that creepy part of uh, the Mark Twain adventures. Yeah, yeah. automatic claymation. Actually, anything to do because really, since you you really technically have unlimited space in a holodeck because of technology wibbles, you could just make a like personal like basically a a locker just big enough to hide a child in and just make that its own personal holodeck. And how great would that be? Just it's lock like, him in the locker yeah, all like, day long. Child, don't give, don't give Ames any ideas. Child, Jesus. I am sick of you. Go in the hollow locker and go see your virtual parents that don't hate you. I think it would have to be. <laughs> Big enough, because I feel like you still need enough space to move. Okay, so... like Three by three. Yeah, not huge. You can, you know. Just there you go, child. Go into your hollow room. 
you go, child. No dessert tonight. Troy gets your dessert tonight. Congratulations, Troy. Hooray! Shut up, Troy. Go to the holodeck. <laughs> Wait, this wasn't the episode where she was creaming all over herself about the ice cream sundae, No, right? that was a couple of weeks ago. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, that was good, too. So I'm never going to get that out of my mind. Yeah, Although that was, there was, that was there, horrible. There was a, 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 an ice cream bribe in this episode, too, where it's like, oh, True. but androids don't like eating ice cream. He says, well, maybe androids do like eating ice cream for the, they like the mouthfeel and S- Shows what, what you know, like. you dumb bitch. I, will I like have eating the ice, ice cream. cream. Are you an android? I wish. I would eat all the ice cream. <laughs> so, yeah... I don't know. This episode was dumb. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was Why? just a rehash of the bonding, really, wasn't it? True. It was. Why? Well, with Theta instead of Worf. Yeah. yeah. Why wasn't Johnny dumb nuts? Like, Jake, as you implied in your uh, <laughs> in your intro. Why wasn't he confined to quarters the minute they hit red alert? That's a good question. I don't know. Wait, the child? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because he mentions that he was just out. He thinks he blew the ship up because he thinks yeah. because he fell and landed on a computer panel at yeah, the same time. Yeah, why was time, he out there in the first ex- place? Yeah, like he yep. should have been in his damn room. In his locker. Like he might have been in. No, he was He was like out in the middle of every. Like they point out where he'd been. He was just out in the middle of a fucking corridor. He might have been mm. caught by surprise. I mean, there might not have been time to deal with him. Maybe. Also, like. That's a little rinky-dink ship. Yeah, it's an Oberth. Yeah, it was a um, rebuild of the Grissom. I mean, I can understand you have a freaking luxury liner like the Enterprise, it you know, like bringing families around, but like, I, I don't see how you're like. Yeah, no. What's, anything... What is there for a child on the little shitball ship? Yeah, what no. Is there like... for a child on any of these fucking shitballs? Ship? Leave them home. Yeah, true. But I mean, seriously, if you're gonna you bring a kid, with the Pajankos, they'll be fine. If you, oh yeah, but they got school and stuff on the Enterprise. I mean, it's basically well, right. But the Enterprise, you see their school. And like Jake said, though, the Enterprise yeah. is fucking enormous. This is an Oberth. It's like... It could fit in my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, this thing doesn't have amenities. And then also, like, Jake and I were laughing at the teacher, and now he could not handle the fucking job. Oh, man. And that guy... T- tell me if I'm wrong, guys. That guy was a totally toucher, right? Oh, yeah. Ooh, cool. <laughs> Big time. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. He and Jev from the next episode will get along. Uh, uh, Yeah, we're going to have uncomfortable talks about that. Uh, Yeah, especially if everybody keeps making it a joke. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not What happened to the the woman who was teaching when uh, Worf's kid was just starting out? Alexander was too much for her and she fled. Yeah, it seems right. She was was teaching younger kids, maybe. This kid's pretty young. So older than Alexander, learning, I think. They were learning various yeah. various mythologies, apparently. And Alexander's like three. If well, that. he, he grows true. exponentially. Yes. Uh, Klingons grow, grow logarithmically. Yeah, so right. teacher is teaching us mythology, and I thought to myself, oh, good. In case we run into Apollo again, we'll be prepared. Or uh, the um, children of... Um, you know, the oh. Darmok people. Mm. Oh, the Tamar, the Marians. I did like that there was, a, I mean, a very opaque callback to Five when they're singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. I like that, mm. too. Kirk would be proud. Yeah. So, according to the Memory Alpha... What if they had marshmallows? I hope so. The standard crew complement of an Oberth class is 80 people. It is fucking tiny. Well, and half of them were children. That's why they got so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, wasn't the original Enterprise would have 400 people on it in TOS? Uh, I think depending on the episode, anywhere from 250 to 400. I feel like depending on if, you know, the obsession cloud has whipped through them yet. Right, right. Yeah, so... That cat. Yeah, and like the only well, other time we've really seen one of them, I mean, we've seen maybe a couple, but the only the one that's memorable is Chekhov's... Uh, no, 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 he no, was no, on a... Oh, yeah. 
No, Star Trek Three. That Trek was um, III, Baby right. Kirk's. Yeah, uh, you said the Grissom. Yes. And also, actually, in their shitty Space Madness redo episode, Naked Now. That was also an Oberth. Yeah. The other ship they came across. The Cyclops. What was Chekhov on the It Reliance. is really bad luck Reliance, to be on a class. class. Yeah, like, if right. I was in Starfleet and they assigned me to an Oberth class, yeah, I'd no, be run. like, yeah, no, we're good. Shoot my foot off. You're like, oh, don't worry, there'll be plenty of room. It's not that. It's that <laughs> every one of these things gets fucking destroyed horribly. Yeah, no. Either mm. freaking taken or destroyed by Klingons, or space madness, yep. blown out the airlock, yep. or it just blows up because of a space cloud. Yeah, because its shields reflect back on itself. Black cloud, whatever it was. Black cluster. Hmm. We did have some interesting interesting stuff to think about this week. Jordy told us an uninteresting story about when he was in a fire as a kid, pre-visor. Yeah. Which means this is when he did not have any instrument to help with his vision. Yeah. Right, because he was born blind. Yeah, because he was born blind, which is, it was an interesting thought to like think of Jordy pre-visor. So, I don't know if you saw this, but I was reading up on violations. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I did see that. They they had actually, before they decided which specific crew members would be the ones who go into dream comas, they wrote one for, like, everybody. And Jordy's was going to be the oh, that fire little Jordy caught in a fire. Yeah, Oof. but if he didn't have the visor at the time, how would you show the fucking memory? That's probably half the reason they decided to not do it. <laughs> the, TV would, the TV would get hot. But, yeah, no, so they, that, but that when they decide, wrote this episode, they're like, oh, we're going to use that. No, it was a good story. It was a good thing to add to to Jordy. Yeah. Also, was it this episode or the next? I think it's the next episode actually, where he talks about his cat. Mm. Also, he, he, what I was unclear, you mentioned before he got the first visor. I wonder if he meant the, as in his first, or like, did, was he actually like, oh, like testing the prototype? Did he get the first visor? I think he meant his first. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there was implication that he's the only person. Although he is the only one we ever see with one. So that's true. Yeah, oh. it's because they fucking have surgery to fix that shit and he just doesn't want to do. Maybe he's uh, allergic to retinax. Hmm. Uh, could be, but I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, it would have been nice if even just, just some one opera from another ship had one or something, just to show it was a more widely available technology than uh, seems to be because he's the only one we ever see with one. Mm. Mm. And then you could also say, like, we're able to, to accommodate more people with disabilities and stuff mm. and make them on the well, like make them able to be on the ship with uh, it, you know, the rest of folk cuz obviously i i mean it, it goes without saying i'd say that they created the character of Jordy to be blind with the visor yeah as a reach out to people with disabilities right that's yeah yeah yet they immediately give him superpowers you know like they, they, they subvert the disability completely. Yeah. The, yeah. the visor lets him see things that no one else can see. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they specifically go out of their way to make him useless when he doesn't have it. That's I think, true. I think it would be more interesting if he was an exceptional person and not just somebody with a, a visor. Yeah. Well, we are sort of going to get into that next week a little That's bit. That's true. Uh, mm. Not to get ahead of ourselves, that but is it is true. relevant. It does come up. It does come up in a future episode, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it is interesting that they took that took the opportunity to have a, a character with disability and they just yeah don't give him a erase the disability it, completely. Yeah, like. yeah, well, it's like, like a fucking daredevil. Yeah, that's true. I haven't. Is it any? Is it shit? It's basically Jordy LaForge as a crime fighter. Yeah, basically, like the thing is, he's he less rapey. He can't a rapey, see a little, but because of the accident, the accident that cost him is that caused wow, the accident that cost Matt Murdock his eyesight. Also enhanced his other senses to the point that 
he can basically Does see. Does he have echolocation? Yes. Basically. Actually, I read somewhere that, that there are blind people that you effectively use echolocation to, like, find how dis- how far away things are from them. No, that's true, but, I mean, his is, like, of course, like... Yeah, you, there, you don't have... Being a comic book, no, like, it's, resolution. There's yeah, no... it's, it's amped up to a level that's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, like, I think I've, you hear... I saw, like, a YouTube video once about a kid that, like, clicked mm-hmm. as he walked around and, like, could tell when there was a car near him or could yeah, tell when yeah. he was about to head into a wall. What, what the really? texture of something yeah. was in front of him. There's a soft thing off to the left. There's a there's a Seriously. hard sheet yeah. to the right. That's incredible. Yeah, it's really cool. But it's not, like, uh, it's not as attuned as, like, a bat. Yeah, no. Well. So this fucking episode, though. Data and his lol junior. Mm-hmm. No mention of lol. Good. That would have been... Everyone's forgotten lol, especially Data. little continuity might have been nice. He removed that program that remembers lol from his memory. I had a thought while I was watching this episode. Another another Data thought, which I'm always having. Was it that you wanted Data to brush your hair, even if it looked stupid at the end? I think he could make this hair better. Now it's it's getting getting shaggy. Does Data breathe? No. He simulates breathing. He simulates breathing? Because I know when he and Lal had that flower and he was teaching her what smells smell like. True. He said, sniff, and they both sniffed the flower. So what did they do there? Well, they could probably, they presumably have some sort of sensor grid inside the nose and can yeah. well, pull they, in they air. Probably have they, a can, they can pull in air, but he also survived entirely with his head cut off. Yeah, yeah. No, the, yeah, the breathing I... is like, like you said, Jake, it's a simulation thing to make other people more comfortable. It's like the finger tapping or the blinking. So yeah. He doesn't really have to do either of those things. Yeah, I don't think Soon created data to be practical because there are, there are already very practical androids. Yeah. Like Ruck. Oh, Ruck. You know, so it's so I think that the the breakthrough with data and lore is that they are extremely physiologically human. Turgid. I mean, yes. They, they can, <laughs> they can <laughs> replicate human behaviors yeah. almost exactly. But yeah, they They're probably, again, have lungs just for the sake of being able to sm- smell things when need be and also to simulate. It's like you said, Jake, though, it might not be lungs, it might be a sack in their chest. Yeah. Sack of sack of air. But if it's in the chest, how did he survive with the head Because he doesn't need it to survive. No, not survive, but how does how did it... it the head still work, and he still talk. Oh, vocoder. Vocoder? Yeah, like, I think he's just got a speaker belt in the back of his throat. He doesn't actually need to push air out to talk. Yeah, does he have vocal right. cords? How does how does the breathing chest work? Does it, It's not connected to the throat? It probably is. Well, I think what they're saying is that he doesn't really need the lungs to function. He just has them to simulate breathing. Yeah, but how does air get in there? Through his mouth. But then there would have been, like, a hole when they took his head off. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe there, a hole. maybe there is a hole. Maybe, you maybe there's a hole. It. Maybe, yeah, maybe it possible. seals off when the head is removed for all some right, reason. All right, all right, I'll buy that. You don't want people putting pennies in there or anything. Everyone would. <laughs> Riker was with him at the time, so he knew, oh, we've got to put a, gotta put a seal, in, seal into there. Or maybe mm. the lungs are actually in his head, and there's just like a little motor in his chest that goes up and down. <laughs> Great. Does that matter? There maybe, yeah, maybe he, maybe he breathes. Ah, here we go. Theory. Theory time, folks. <laughs> maybe he, maybe his lungs, his quote unquote lungs, his air sacs are in fact in his head, and are used to air cool his positronic brain. Oh, ah. I like that. Mm. I was, gonna, I was gonna say like, oh, but that's where all his fucking doodly what's his yeah, but it go probably on. gets very hot. Like most, like computer, most computer components get hot. Although I will say, cool. brace yourselves, everyone, for a very minor spoiler for insurrection. 
he does have some sort of air containers in his torso. Yeah. Since he is designed to act as a flotation device. He, he also He also cannot get wet. Also from that movie. Well, I got wet from that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, I haven't seen it. Okay, but. he also doesn't need to consume food or liquids. Right. Mm-hmm. But he can. Yes. Where does it go? You get a little mini transporter in his throat and beams it. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Beams it out. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think he did say, did he say at one point that he can convert matter, s- matter into... Energy supplies or something. Alcohol. And I fuel. missed this, but are you thinking of Bender, the robot <laughs> from Futurama? I don't know. Please thought... insert Gerder. I mean, here's did, the didn't thing. Somebody asked him once <laughs> I if love he that. ate. That gets I, thought, stuck I feel like somebody asked weird. him if he ate, and he was like, "I do consume something, something, something to like lubricate my internal components." Yeah, that sounds familiar. I mean, the thing is, as we know from that time they found lore, he does have a butt crack, which means there could be an anus, which means he could poop. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. How do we know mannequins have butt I'm cracks? I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that anus is for insertions, not for removals. It's like he is op- fully functional and so programmed it's, it's in the opposite. multiple Speaking techniques. Speaking of insertions, no, what? No. There was this part of me that when they were like, yeah, you know, they they were accessing the ship's data core, the computer core rather. Hey, data, come stick your dick in this thing. Yikes. Like, it's like, like R2? He's like, yeah, he's like R2, but his dick is the, the little interface <laughs> stick. Is oh. they're banging the computer. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Riker's jealous. Uh, obviously. Yeah. But instead it was some sort of laser interface. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love how impatient Jean-Luc is. It's like, how long can we before we can access that logs? Uh, at least, uh, you know, almost an hour. And Jean's like, ah, uh, it's like... It's an hour, dude. Calm down. It takes me longer to fucking... Go on. What does it take you longer to do? Take, take a poo? Defragment my C drive. Oh. That's taking a Is that a, a euphemism? It's like balancing the checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you kept all that in, by the way. Oh, no. You're all... Uh, yeah, this episode was lame, especially on the heels yeah. of that Wharf episode. It was just like, why is this happening? And then the kid goes back to normal and everybody's happy. And Especially like, Data, because Data's like, oh good, I can go back to you think whatever she sends, it is I do. You think Troy sends like papers to peer review agencies? You know, my revolutionary new method of treating trauma. <laughs> it's like, oh look, it's another one from that Troy woman. She phoned it in again. <laughs> Jesus. Meanwhile, Data has like a medal of honor. He already has one. Yeah, I was going to say he has some, doesn't he? More. You um, put up with a child. There you go. Speaking of Troy phoning it in, violation. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we had a lot aren't to say you, about that episode. Aren't you it's glad, aren't you glad I, dr- I dragged out the intros? Because we we're we going to have so little to discuss this week. Okay, so violations. What I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. So <laughs> what seemed, I mean, I don't know, Jake, you seem to have an idea. I, th- I wonder if we have the same thought about what the sort of implicit motive here was. Yeah, what was. the fuck was up with Jeb? Okay. My, my assumption is... He's an asshole. Well, yes, that's, it. that's my there is that. I think I think there is a practical there, a practical motive as well, though, and mm. it becomes clear in Troy's uh, second bad experience when he was there with her. When he was there with her, okay. and instead of seeing him, she saw his father. Oh, that's when yes. So what we saw at the beginning during the um, so not her second the, not her second bad experience, but her recall of the first bad experience. No, no, she was reliving the memory again. That's what the whole... Yeah. She was reliving a memory of a memory. Yeah, but with his guidance. Yeah, with his guidance. Okay. 
So this time, though, in the memory of the memory... Yes, it he, was Tarman. It was to the father, and, I, and he and Jeb did that because at the he beginning... He has daddy issues. At, well, at the beginning, you'll note, after they did the whole thing with um, Rosalind Cow, uh, Keiko. Uh, Keiko. They had the dad there shitting on him, saying, yeah. "You know, oh, you know, you're not, yeah, you're not, not you're not nearly as, as good as me at this." You piece oh, you of shit. tried once, and I had to come clean up your mess and you clean up someone's four brains. hours, and, then, and it you know, took me two minutes. And he's doing the old, the old Arthur clenched fist thing under the table. Yeah, yeah. and I think that was sort of so. I, my thinking is that his whole plan all along was to frame his father for these mind rapes. So, question: Brilliant. There has been a pattern that this has been happening on other planets, though. And that every time Jev went to one of these other planets, even when his father wasn't there, there have been people who've gone into comas, which can be mistaken for, what, Irisene syndrome. Mm, good point. I didn't so, think of that. Well, may, the, the other... Um, so he's just also an asshole. So yeah, I think he might also just be a rapist. Yeah, he's I mean, I a think... mind rapist. He definitely, like... I wonder what the severe punishment was. Yeah, they probably lobotomize him. Yeah, they take out your sense... Your, yeah. your memories, nice. organ. Maybe they make you uglier somehow. Because that makeup. I liked it. Oh, I they give it. You, maybe they Game give you creeps. clothes with more holes on them. What's <laughs> the, what's the, there's there, there's a phobia of things with holes because it reminds you of like oh, um, spores and shit. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. But yes, it's creepy and I don't like it. Trypto, tritopho- something like that. I don't know. It's terrible. You look at a lo- dried lotus pod and you get the creeps. Yeah, no, I didn't like their dumb triangle cutout jackets. I didn't like their oh, makeup. Oh, yeah. I, I had a note, and I, I wrote, like, Hey, Jeb, your jacket's missing some triangles. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's very warm on their Yeah, body. like, I think it's actually a voice. You don't... The hard part about trying to sort of provide motive for someone like this is you risk, I think, getting accused of trying to make them sympathetic. Yeah. Um, which, you know, you don't want to do, because yeah. like, I don't like care how is... shitty your upbringing is. Yeah. That's say, no oh, excuse. This guy was, you know, neglected or, I don't want to say abused, but, you know, mentally abused by his father. Yeah. And therefore feels, like, unup to being a, a Yulian. So he has to, like, do these little power plays around people. Like, clearly there's... Power play is two weeks from today. There, he, he, I mean, it's, it's clearly all about power. Because, I mean, the thing is, like... Like, like well, most rape is, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he clearly could have just... You know, as we, oh god, poor Troy in this episode. As far as the writing goes, as always, she served very poorly. She fucking like had a great combat scene, which kicked she ass, did. Though. That was nice. I thought about fucking time they let her. She does a little Kirk chop on his ears. It's great. They but, threw her across a room. But like clearly, before everything happened, she totally would have been down with just dating him normally. That's what the writers have her do. New man shows up. Time for Troy to go to town on him. But even then, that wouldn't have been enough for him because he doesn't want willing. You know, consensual relationship. He wants to be in control because he's a sad, pathetic little man, and I hope they lobotomize him painfully. But I also think that he that he wanted to be caught. Maybe in this case, because why else would he go back to Troy's quarters and then mind rape her to her face? Well, like you said, that was to help try to frame up his. Own no, life. no, that was late. That was that. That was at the end. This oh, was, right, this the was, very his end. His dad yes, yes, was yes, his yes, dad was already was already implicated. He was going to yeah. be going. He was going to be getting lobotomized. But Jev just not able to, yeah, to no, control he, himself. He finally snapped. And like, here's the thing: if he had if he had done that, not in front of her, it probably she probably would have just assumed it was the the father again or yeah. something. But but he clearly he went to her quarters, in her quarters, yeah. to her face, does the thing, 
And as a result of that, he gets caught. And I feel I think there's only the only explanation there is that he was trying to get caught. Well, he wasn't exactly. This is also what really fucking about the episode was like. So yeah, Troy's assaulted. Okay, you don't really have a lead. Then the guy leading the investigation goes into a coma. Then the lead physician on the investigation goes into a coma. And they're still like, now we're not trying to say anything, but we're concerned it may be involved. You know, it definitely involves them. You know, it's like the... the ugh, and fuck. then Dad's like, there's no collusion. Sad. Mm-hmm. Also, it was really gross to me that, again, Troy getting getting short shrift from the script is like, she's the only one whose bad short memory... Short shrift from the script, that's... Is, thank you, is actually, like, a horrible sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Riker and Bev... Just have to relive Problem. shitty memories, which that's the other thing. Like it's weird, right? Because presumably Riker never actually did that. But there's Hopefully. no reason the other two memories weren't real. I don't know. I don't think Jack like got jumped out of his uh, casket at bed. Well, no, but I mean, yeah, but it was still based on a real memory. Yeah, yeah. like right? see, well, yeah, but hers was probably based on a real. Well, memory. hers was based on a happy memory. Who? That, Troy's? that yeah. the guy then turned dark at the end. Well, I, be- I bet you it w- there was still a no, not while we're in Starfleet together, because she's been really weird about yeah. relationships with, but did with Riker. It, but, did it, but it probably ended there. Probably. She's probably like, no, and he was like, okay, yeah, if you're right. if, the, if we want to think Riker's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we generally I don't do. think he's a rapist. Yeah, no. I mean, I think he's kind of a dick, but I don't think he's a rapist. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of gross, that like... You know, hers was the only... Not that I guess that sounds like I wanted everyone to get raped. You know what I mean, though? Like, of course... I would have liked it if there was more rape. Like, Troy's couldn't have been something that wasn't sexual. You know, it couldn't have just been a really bad no, memory. No, Troy's whole job is being sexual yeah, in this that's show. Why yeah, that's why it's all terrible. they ever do with her. No, it's, it's yeah. fucking awful. Also, which are so fucking unflattering, too. They're terrible. Yeah. Like, she's actually, I mean, gorgeous, obviously... And they put her in these fucking... Well, and what fucking pervert put her in that nightgown? That is not a, I'm going to bed in my room on my own nightgown. That well, is a, I am expecting a date and it is going to get hot and heavy Well, nightgown. it wasn't Jean because Jean died during filming of this, uh... Oh, no, it died right before filming of this episode. Maybe he saw her in the nightgown and just died. <laughs> Couldn't take it. Yeah, I, it just really, like, so much that they do poorly with Troy in this episode is just on display here. Now, Her hair looks nice down. It does. Now let's speculate wildly. We already mentioned that Jordy, we love speculating that Jordy was mm. going to have a, have a fancy spec about is that my fire. Favorite. Yep. What would other characters? Well, I know. Uh, have been? I know that Rose would have been her part in the Garon Two oh, incident yeah. that Rose, we don't really know much Rose more wasn't about. Even in this episode, exactly. They didn't use her. <laughs> they didn't use this uh, this sequence. So, what would Picard's have been? Oh. If I don't know what it was, so let's the time you got stabbed by a Nazi. I was gonna say so that would probably be the real one, the if they were actually right. But what would be the funny one? <laughs> him, him in that elevator with the children. He, <laughs> his pants fall down, and his brother laughs at his dick. <laughs> and then they mud wrestle in French. And then, <laughs> oh, 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 hey, hey, hey! French is a dead language. Oh. Uh, Wharfs would have been. Man, most of mine are going to involve people laughing at other people. No, no. Worse is literally just being in the same room as Alexander. Worse mm. pants fall down and his brother laughs at his dicks. In Klingon. His dicks. <laughs> oh, no. That's Bulldog. I'm sorry, how was that? <laughs> That's good, Ames. That's good. That was very good. That was very well done. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only characters. That, uh, data. You can have a Data one. 
No one would laugh at that dick. No. <laughs> Well, it's because he they can, would worship. He can, he can grow it and shorten it's it. Telescoping? At, yeah, I would think so. His right? pants fall down, and Joe Piscopo laughs at his dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, do <doing laughs> <his hands. laughs> They actually got the guy who played Jack Crusher in the hollow message to be the corpse for two seconds. Yep, that was him. Wow, that's because I saw. Didn't even do anything. That really looked like the other guy, I think. And I looked him up. It is the, and he's apparently going to appear once more. You have to have consistency. We've seen him more than Wesley. Oh, this might surprise you, but they got the same character actor to play. Spock in in reunification as who played him on the original series. Whoa, that's almost that's more than twenty years prior. That's know, crazy. crazy. That's yeah. nuts. <laughs> wow. And of course, this is that episode where the internet thinks um, that picture of Patrick Stewart with a hairpiece comes from. Let me rephrase that. I don't know what you're talking. They I did thought that, that picture came from a screen test. Well, that's the thing. It's always. So the, there's this picture they list with... Because there had been talk of having Patrick Stewart wear a piece. Yes. But it, they, it never happened, and they never even tested with it. But a picture of him... I thought they did test with it. Well, if they did, there's no photo. Okay. Because the photo that goes around the internet saying it's a screen test of him with a piece is from this. Oh. And it, like, if you look at it, he's even got the little like fake bandage on his face. Yeah, what the fuck was on his fucking face? It was... Uh, Shaving Why? accident. Why, no, they, why are you shaving next to your fucking eye? Well, presumably it was, you know, whatever... really hairy eyeballs. Whatever know. crisis Jack had died in also injured Picard for some reason. Now, here's his hairy eyeballs. Here's the thing, right? It looks like he'd just gotten rid of the board. So, Picard. Mm-hmm. That guy. Is it that he's his only... His arms re- open. Has he only recently gone bald? Because... When Jack died, he shaved it all off. Yeah, well, so yeah, when, we know that when Jack died, he still had at least some hair. Yeah, it was a pretty good, a pretty good top on him. Yeah. It was thin. It was thinning, but it wasn't. I don't see you going from that to the the current chrome dome look. Well, I guess it was probably like fifteen years ago. Well, let's just point, track yeah. Chris's head and we'll find out. Was Wesley now fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, he's like eighteen. But you also, like, also so it was probably like eighteen years ago, right? Because didn't didn't Jack like record one? Like six weeks after Wesley was born, and then died, died. shortly thereafter. Like died true? soon enough. Although apparently, another... some sometime in that space, they did a change of uniforms. Yeah, as I say, because in that recording, he He's... was in the 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 red jacket, the red jacket, the... and then Picard is in the season one TNG jumpsuit, which is what we, which is consistent with what we saw in the battle, right? Um, oh yeah, from when the Stargazer was destroyed. Yeah, because so that's consistent. Had... And I'm—I was pretty sure that Jack Crusher died not long before the Stargazer. Yeah, so it was like when he was on Earth recording that the orders for uniform change went through. Maybe he just wanted to wear it in his in the recording so Wesley would could see a pretty uniform. Maybe because the other one sucked. But yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, I remember like you know sometimes you will have people though that even they'll they'll their hairline will just suddenly jump. That's true. In the space of like a couple of years. You know, like mine has been just a gradual decline for over a decade now. But like I've known other people where it's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Holy shit! It's in gone. like two years. And it's like, whoa. That's true. Yeah, I, I suddenly guess, have I more guess, hair than you. I guess given the amount of time that's passed, it, it does. It does yeah, it's reasonable. Sense. So, yeah. Uh, What else about anything else in this one? No, 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 let me look at my notes. It's, it's a horrifying episode. But yeah. like for the. No, because it's, I mean, to an extent it's supposed to be, but I feel like it's. Not handled well, so well, it's because well, it suffers from like 
it's aged poorly. Like, if it was written today, it would be different, probably. I also feel like if it wasn't so... Maybe... I mean, I guess this is kind of the point, but if it if the, if the mind rape wasn't so specifically linked with actual rape... Mm. Like if they had if they had not made oh, Troy's true. a sexual assault and if yeah. the other guy had not called it rape, it I think that would have it would have certainly changed the tenor of the episode. I think it would have made it less uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, I mean, and and Tarman started off being a creeper. Yeah, when they were saying, "Oh yeah, yeah we're not allowed to look in people's minds," he's like, "Oh, but but sometimes when there's a pretty lady, it's hard to help myself." I'm like, "Oh god, yeah, are you grabbed by the pussy? Yeah. What is with you?" But again, that was that was a foreshadowing of him being framed. The yeah, mind, that's true. See, now what would have been really interesting is if they had not explicitly shown it being Jev. Doing, yeah, the previous rapes, so that you might think oh, it was the that father. would be interesting. That would make it well. You, you need. To do I two didn't things. understand why he inserted himself into it that way. Anyway, was it like Red Dragon, where he like needed her to know who was manipulating her? Was it like he just had poor control? Like, where did that come from? Probably a, probably a bit of both. To be honest, I think, I think honestly that may it was done more for the benefit of the audience. Oh. Yeah, so because I, I remember having that epiphany moment of, oh, it's a different guy now. It's the other one. I feel smart that I noticed that. Yeah. But yeah, you need to do two things for your version, though, Jake. Is, you know, if they, like, didn't show the face till the, you know, till the father and then turned out to be a, a, a ruse. But, like, they'd have to have had to told, yeah, they'd have to have told the actor playing the son, like, don't be painfully, obviously mm. evil. Or what it would have been interesting is if you were led to believe it was the, the son. Oh. And maybe even Troy believes it's the son at first, and then yeah, it turns into the father, and then it actually was the son. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's getting complicated and weird. But yeah, the guy who played, played the son, though, was definitely like just so transparently a bad guy before yeah. anything had happened. Well, that mm-hmm. fucking knowing glance when they all leave 10 forward in the, yeah. in the, in the cold open, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, like, I, one of my first, I was like, well, he's clearly going to be up to no good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they cut a wharf line, because when he says, I wouldn't let anyone probe me, clearly he they, they cut off the, except Pulaski. <laughs> <laughs> she stuffs him full of crumpets, does she? Oh. Uh, Moriarty, taught, Moriarty taught her a few tricks. So, what, so, okay. So, obviously these people do have some kind of telepathic powers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is, are they like a traveling show? Are they like well, they're, they're, they're historians? Yeah, they're supposed to be on on their way to Calder Four to like help with their history or something. Oh, you know what's interesting? There's something I thought was um, is this the one where uh, Data and Jordy I think were talking about memory? Is that they're they're walking? I mean, around. Data and Jordy were looking into other places where the Irisene syndrome popped up. No, they had a they had oh, a conversation yes, yes, about at how, the very how beginning. Data was like, why? Oh, why would you? Do need, you remember your cat? Yeah. Yes. Why would you need the? Why would you need your memories recovered? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather? You know, can't you just recall them? They're such friends. And like, what's interesting? I mean, I don't know if if there's just been a lot of new research and learning with respect to how memory works since this show. Probably. There probably has been. But I, I recently remember reading about how, you know, the way that memory works chemically in the brain. And it actually, it's not 
like when you recall a memory, you don't act, it's not like looking up data on a hard drive. Yeah, no. It's like I look up data on my hard yeah, drive. And I'm and I'm probably completely misstating this, but if it's it's more like recalling the senses mm. of of that that's why you can be that's why a memory can be triggered by a sense like right. by a smell or, or you know seeing something or hearing a sound that you you know a song or something that would trigger a memory that goes with it because the way that the information is organized and encoded in your brain it, it's memory is tied to senses huh. yeah um, yeah which is why I kind of, I also kind of liked when they were when they were you know mind probing uh Keiko, and they're like, "Oh, smell the thing. Does it smell like stuff?" He's like, oh, "I don't know." What Try to taste like. it. Let me drink. Let me drink the ink water. Which actually, that implies she did that at some point, because otherwise, she shouldn't have a memory of what it tasted like. I mean, have you met her? Oh, I'm sure she t- she drank paint water. Also, that scene, I feel like, got a little racist. Yeah, because like whenever they cut to her memory, it was like little fucking like 1950s Hollywood like shamisen music, yeah. but like. It's like, come on, guys. That's really the only thing that, you could think that's of. That's the soundtrack in Japan. If you were in Japan, that's what it sounds like <laughs> everywhere. Just just playing over um, loud. Like, come on. Fucking hell, Star Trek. But, also, uh, only episode that features Keiko without Miles. She uh, she prefers it that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I but, really... I, I, I'm interested to get back to Deep Space Nine and see if this is justified or not. Yeah. Justified? The, the sort of the loathing this this oh. poor character gets. Not just from you guys, from the internet as well. Like, no, she's a bitch. Like, I, but also, I, she's a woman. The internet tends to not like female characters. But even women don't seem to like Miles and Keiko are not a good match. I feel like nobody really wants to be married to Miles. I feel like Miles is one of those guys that you're really good friends with, and that's basically it. Aww, Sorry, Miles. Miles. I also had a thought. So, so Jordy apparently forgot what happened last year on his birthday. Yeah. What happened last year on his birthday? Probably nothing. There was probably one of the many crises, and he didn't even think about it at a, the time. He had a party on the holodeck oh. with, and he invited four hundred people. They were and all, all Leah Brahms, <laughs> <laughs> and they made a pig pile. They were all naked. Yeah, but Data must know. Data would have been there, and they're friends, so they don't like because Data's walking down the hallway <laughs> I don't entirely think... stone faced, being like. Not gonna tell him what happened on his birthday. I don't think Jordy would invite Data to his naked Leah Brahms pig pile. Yeah, but then he could specifically have have Data wipe the memory. <laughs> and you're wrong. Cole Meany has been married twice. Is he currently married, or has he also been divorced twice? No, he is currently married. Oh, good for him. Since how long? To Keiko. Uh, <laughs> he's married to a woman named Barbara Dowling from 1977 to 1944. What? <laughs> Ninety-four. Ninety-four. Man, is he a Highlander? What the fuck? And according to Wikipedia, he's been married to his current wife, Inez Glorian, since 2007. Nice. Whoop-dee-doo. Good for him. I'm just saying, people do want to marry Miles. Not as good for them, but good for him. They couldn't get Chekhov, for some reason. Oof. Uh, Nobody wants Koenig either. No, that's true. I've been married to the same woman for years, I think. I'm just kidding. I love Walter. What did everyone think of the crazy camera effects during the Riker dream? Obvious. <laughs> wow. I found them. I found them disorienting. Well, that was the idea. Shallow they and pedantic. He, he had even more beard. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, why not do that during the other ones? They 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 had weird camera shit in the other ones. Okay, well not they this. All, yeah, they were not all, this weird camera. No, shit. No, they had they definitely did some like fish eye stuff and they, with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was. 
<laughs> they just like positioned the camera like two inches from his chin and made him talk. Also, sorry, just a little another Wikipedia tangent. All right. Uh, he has, in fact, been married to the same woman since 1965. 44. Yeah. <laughs> from 1965 uh, to, to 1944. 1944. Yeah. 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 No, so, she, so he's been married, though, so, so you can't say that she married him for fame. No. I mean, it really well, wouldn't matter when he got married, and you could still say that. <laughs> oh. He was cute back then, though. He was all right. He was he. Yeah, he, looked, he looked like one of the monkeys. That's why they cast him. No, they had to put a wig on. Yeah, like really fucking. Bad yeah, well, wig. he looked like one of the monkeys minus the hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I finally it's like, oh, I uh, weird, distorted because it's weird, fucked up memories. It's like I know there's only so many shorthands for that, but it's like, could you have chosen a more obvious one? We've yeah, seen Fish Island's crazy before. But I did yeah, think I, done I actually better. thought the the the, yeah. the Crusher one was the best shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one was creepy and weird, and yeah, her hair one. was long and straight. Yeah, yeah, it was. At least um, it wasn't whatever the fuck she had going on during. Uh, what's the one that I that one first contact? Oh, yeah, yes. I really hate her hair in that movie. You do. I did so much. What was wrong with it? It's just blonde. No, what she did they looked do? like a, a fucking, one and sort of a bob. She looked like a fucking yeah. spider plant or something. It was, <laughs> no, it was like... Uh, she had like the Jennifer yeah, Aniston Jennifer Aniston short. cut. Yeah. What year and, and, it was like, and, and there was like highlights. 90s. Yeah, it was the highlights. They were awful. It was, a, it was all bad. Bev was bad enough without bad hair as well. Sorry, Bev. Yeah. Uh, Bev Crusher is definitely someone who benefits from the from her normal hairstyle, I think. Yay. Well, she... she she sure reels them in, so she's doing something right. Also, Troy. I say, so when so when is this poker game supposedly having taken place? Because oh yeah, that's a good question. Because Riker had beard. Yes, he did. So well, there was it was said like we shouldn't for some reason no we shouldn't you know engage in a relationship while we were both serving on the same ship. But you feel like that would have been settled in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, sure. you would. Yeah, but it keeps popping up. And by it, I mean little Riker. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, no, the whole, you know, will they, won't they happens every couple of weeks. Well, yeah, I've said this before. It's like the show can't decide whether or not they're on or off. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. But they're always giving both of them other love interests. Yes. True. That like, they're, and they're both okay, always okay with it. Like, they, yeah, they, right, go get laid. Well, is, not always. If there's no... If there's no alternate love interest for the either of them, then, okay, this week we can have them make googly eyes at each other. Oh, God, that's right. This, um... This episode actually referenced Shades of Grey. Yeah, oh, yeah, guys, it did. There was a Shades of Grey reference. Yeah, I yeah. liked. I, I actually did like the like the um, switching of their roles of Riker being over, you know, being her like caretaker in sick bay. What is it? Was the other way in Shades of Grey? It was cute. Yeah, yeah. Something good come out of the episode. They love each other, but they don't. Maybe but they it's do. But weird. they don't. We don't know because the writers don't fucking know. It's, it's like Picard and the other one. Yeah. A species um, conveniently not being able to be read by empaths. Yeah. Oh, the, I, I made a funny note. What was my stupid funny note? That should be a space on bingo. Yeah. Troy can tell he's upset, but how? <laughs> <laughs> it's because he smashed that table. I mean, at least it makes some sense with this one because they are also powerful telepaths. So, like, at least, it's like, yeah, you can imagine that they just naturally shield themselves as a matter of course because of the planet they're from. Mm. But yeah. yes, it is fucking convenient. 
But it's not like, man, what a fucking horrifying existence. Especially when you consider what the what the dad said. It used to be a fairly common thing for for this kind of uh, crime. Yeah, crime. Yikes! So I'm like, can you imagine? No. Oh, like Jesus. Now it sounds awful. Because it's not just like reliving a shitty memory. It's reliving a shitty memory made shittier by a shithead. Yeah, you know, it's pretty fucking wretched. Yeah. To the point you lose pass consciousness. Out, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if their people would pass out like, you know, humans or betazoids would pass out. That is an excellent mm-hmm. question. Maybe they just have to live it in perpetuity. Ugh. Until until their captor lets them go. That's fucking horrifying. Jeez. Until until their captor gets tired of it and goes and masturbates. Oh. oh God. Sorry, this is a dark episode. It was actually I read I read that it came out of like the seeds of Shades of Nope. Not Shades Night of Night Terrors. Um, yeah, yeah. Also Shades of Grey. Also a bad episode. Yeah. Yeah. So not good all around. Yeah, no. I was gonna say not a not a great week. good good fighting from Troy though. Yeah, I, no, that I, was I, that was good. I like the yeah, and sorry, also when that was she fighting uh, at the very end. She when, like had to pick up a keyboard and bash Jeb in the head. Well, with so it? first uh, though she like yes. smacks and then she like kicks him. Probably would have been square in the balls if not for his dumb jacket. Then she like <laughs> boxed his triangles. ears and then yeah, smashed him with the keyboard. Then Worf comes in and for once gets to beat somebody. <laughs> What's great is he does it so yeah, easily. Yeah, but Troy's like, I softened him up for you, yeah, Worf. He's, yeah, he's, he beats him up, but he, he's already been beaten up by a girl, so... Like. <laughs> but he like, what I love though is like, he just like hits him, he kind of spins around and then Worf just like drops him into the arms of another security person like, puh, douche. Poosh. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe they're making a maybe they're making a uh, turn in Worf's character, and they'll stop having him be shown. No, the bitch. that won't happen. <laughs> probably not. Never yeah. happen. Probably not. Anyway, anything more on these shitbox episodes? No. No. Good. It's a shorty. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Um, well, no, but there's a lot to cut. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of controversial uh, bullshit. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's wrap it up. Fuck this shit. I yeah. quit. Oh, um, no, you quit. I quit. What we do without you, man? Oh, I qu- well, I'll come back next week. Oh, all right. Okay, good. <laughs> He's a special guest Because I couldn't out. miss talking about the next week's two episodes. Which, what are they, Jake? Well, thank you for asking, Caitlin. Of course, Jake. Because I was just going to say it anyway, whether you <laughs> asked or not. But I'll pretend I say this because of you. Thank you, Jake. Uh, Just to make you feel better about yourself. Which probably doesn't happen a lot, so I'll give it to you. You've been really nasty to me the last few weeks, Jake. Uh, I don't want you to think that I don't notice this shit. But yes, I am disgusting and pathetic and I hate myself. Oh no! Oh, I'm kidding, of course. This is already our most offensive episode ever and now it's fallen to this. Sorry, I was just pulling a data and telling you what I really... (laughs) Jesus Christ. Androids do not Uh, lie. I am operating within normal shit show. Vulcans lie all the time, though. So really, Timothy... Timothy? What was his fucking name? Timothy's a Vulcan. Yeah, should have just been a Vulcan. Okay. Stupid Timothy. Yeah, fuck you, Timothy. Next time on our show, the shard... (laughs) The star to steer... A sheep to shear her by. Next time on the star to steer her by... Are we the star to steer no, by or a star? A star. A star. Oh, a star. One star. That's all you need. 110 episodes in. You're still not positive. Just... Woo! <laughs> there it is. Actually, and I mean 119 with the 10 forwards. Wow. You're not getting a woo for that. 120 for the lost original episode. No, wow. no one will ever know that with shame. Okay. Anyway, well, that sucks for us. Um, <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. 
Okay. Um, so next time on a Star to Steer by, we're going to be covering two other episodes of the Star Trek Generation. Uh, the first of which <laughs> is the Masterpiece Society. Quiet. I really am putting the emphasis in the wrong spot. It should be the Masterpiece Society. The Masterpiece Society. More like A lot of pieces, eh? Mass. Asses. Go on, A bunch of tools. There we go. Anyway, Masterpiece Society, followed by Conundrum. Oh, I was on this night in the lab, the, the mash, the monster mash. We did the mash. It was a graveyard smash. The monster mash. How did you get from conundrum to monster mash? Uh, uh, it made sense to me too. Somehow, yeah. I don't. Well, really you're both know the why. same person. Well. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So we're covering. The Masterpiece Society and the Monster Mash. <laughs> the Monsterpiece Society. The Monsterpiece Society. It feels okay. like a Monsterpiece Theater. Yeah, it, I was gonna say it reminds me of Sesame Street. I think that's where. I think that's why that happened. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we'll be covering those next time on our show. I think at least one of them is a way better episode than anything we've seen this week. So I think both of them are better than what we saw this week. Yeah, but one of them is exceptional. We'll so. talk about them next week, though. Yeah, we will. We certainly will. Until then. Catch us online at Enterprise. Wow. <laughs> Enterprise Rent-A-Card. We'll pick you up. Oh, we should totally get sponsorship from Enterprise Rent-A-Card. Oh, yeah. They want to be associated with us. Oh. You know what? I think we should have sponsors, so I'm going to read ad copy that I'm just going to make up <laughs> for a sponsor that we How don't have. How are you have. reading it, then? Sponsored by Slurm. Do you... Do you... Like, do you or someone food? you love suffer? Shut from up! It? I'm doing the ad copy. The, our advertisers are gonna be pissed. I'm sorry. Do, do you like food? Do Do you like cooking food? If you do, you should get Blue Apron, which is a food company. They'll send your food in a box, and you can cook it. You box. can go to the supermarket and buy the same food for cheaper, for a lot less, for a lot less. Mm-hmm. But 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 this comes with a recipe. That you could just download from the internet for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I don't know. I don't know if you value okay, if you, you know value what? your time enough that going you know to the what? grocery this, store this and bagging. Okay. No, 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 no. Because here's the thing, right? I got I got saddled with a free week of that shit. Hey, once. whoa, whoa, whoa! Saddled. It was gifted to us. Well, it was gifted to us because you wanted it, but then we got it a week you weren't around. I'm sorry. So you just had rotting food. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> here's the thing: those little fucking food shipment fucking things aren't about easy or quick or whatever because there's so much fucking niddly little prep involved it's about making instagrammable food uh, it's not about making easy quick convenient right. food you know it's what? about making food to show right. off on the okay alright fine fuck it alright so there's a sponsor we're never gonna get yeah. thank you fuck Chris fuck you Blue Apron <laughs> alright I don't think ours was Blue Apron it was a different oh. same fucking well, thing well I think no, Blue Apron wasn't. is great which is why they are a sponsor sort of but not I'm really I'm glad that Jake is stretching out the episode um, so you feel longer do you like to sleep <laughs> Oh, I do, would love to sleep. Do you have my pillow? Because I've lost it. I do have it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I can't sleep without it. <laughs> oh my god, that was worth it for that punchline. Uh, well done. Alright, well right, anyway... So, okay, oh. sponsorship ad break over. Thank you to our sponsors this week. 
Blue Apron. <laughs> and my pillow. And my pillow. <laughs> and a pillow. <laughs> and is it my pillow or a pillow to steer her by? And, <laughs> and we just couldn't record an episode of our podcast without a cool can of Wegman's brand sparkling want lime water or other flavor. I have blackberry tangerine. That's a great flavor of sparkling water from Wegmans. Wegmans, where are the Wegsman? Where, so where are we online? Wag. I thought it was na 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 Wegmans. That's right. Where, where are we online? So check out Wegmans next time you get sick of Blue Apron and want to go to a grocery store. <laughs> All right. Um, so we are online at Facebook. Not a sponsor. Facebook.com slash start to see her by or just search, I guess. I don't think slash works. Uh, it, it does. It, maybe. I don't know. Try it out. Let us know. Um, <laughs> also find us on Twitter and Tumblr, where our name is SSHB Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also get to that same Tumblr by going to SSHBpodcast.com. Until Jake makes it an actual uh, website. Yep. Um, Which you should do. And then you can uh, check us out there. even singing songs tonight. Uh, finally, Wegmans. you can get the podcast here on SoundCloud and iTunes and other sources of Google sounds. <laughs> other sources of Google. Google's as well. And uh, that's about it. So, good night, everybody. My name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Man, these episodes are garbage. They were. Be sure to tip your yeoman. <laughs> <laughs>